1: Hey, know hey Real. Come on, come on. hey i to be famous
0: welcome to who weekly the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't i'm bobby finger i'm lindsey weber and i have something to tell you what it's my morning routine
2: i'm wondering about your morning routine
3: first thing that i do right when i wake up i open the curtains i put my music on and i drink my lemon water that i
2: made the night before oh you do i didn't know that about I you. i do <laughs>
0: it's the first thing that i do i drink the lemon water that you i made make the night before
3: the lemon water the
2: night before and you let it sit there all night it just sits there it sits and then yeah. in the morning you drink it
0: yeah it has something to do with the um letting the acidity letting the uh, citric acid sit at room temperature for eight hours makes it more bioavailable um, and it helps cleanse out my toxins a got little it, got better. It, got it, got it, got Yeah, it. yeah. If you let the acid sit. What do you mm-hmm. do next? Well, then I do my breathing exercises, which
3: oh, is... Oh, okay. Then I go into my priming exercise, which is 30 breaths in and out of the nose with my arms going up and down for three rounds. And after every round, I think of something that I'm grateful for.
0: Don't you do that too? Do you do the same thing?
2: I do 30 breaths out of, in and out of my nose. My arms going up and down.
0: Uh, up and down. Okay. Like this. It's like if I'm if it's like if it's fun to stay at the why, 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 <laughs> why, why, 왜, why, 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 why. That's what it is.
3: Is that it? Are you still in bed?
0: No, I still have more to do. So okay. the next.
3: I do another breathwork exercise that's in through the mouth, out through the mouth, 30 times, three rounds each. And then by the time I'm finished there, I'm like buzzing like crazy. I'm feeling super, super connected to my body. My mind has surrendered to my body. And I go into a 20-minute meditation where I can just really be still and either listen to the music that I put wait, on wait, 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 or sometimes wait, wait, I open wait, the pause this, pause and I...
2: When do you look at Twitter?
0: I don't look at Twitter. See, part of my self-care routine is that I don't look at Twitter for at least... Four hours after waking.
2: Okay, you don't. When do you? I wait
0: four hours. You don't break because I have to have two smoothies and I have to do my meditation. I have to do my breathing exercises. I have to. I have to stay at the why, 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 and then I have to have my lemon water. Like I don't have time to do Twitter. Okay.
2: Okay. Must be nice. Is all I have to say about that. Must be nice. Is that it? And
0: then, (laughs) well, well, then I also I do a little journaling. It's stream of consciousness journaling. Right. Um, and I do that for about 10 minutes, and I don't read the pages over after I do my stream of consciousness journaling. So now
3: that I have my fresh, yummy smoothie, I usually take a book that I'm reading and read for 15 minutes.
2: Okay, we're ending this bit. Did you know that Julian Hough's day, like her day ends at two o'clock? Like, she is done. <laughs> if you watch that whole video, by the way, that that is Julianne Huff's like L wake up with me video or whatever, in which she routine. two different smoothies and mm-hmm. takes one meeting and does it's
0: a kinergy class. It's
2: a kinergy class, another class. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's like, I actually, when she says, like, oh, I'm ready for the day after doing this insane set of breathing, then she's immediately like a crazy person. So I kind of like. <laughs> I kind of am like oh like the breathing must have done a lot because she she's like making her coffee and she's like dancing around she's like no time will I not be dancing it's like waiting for the microwave waiting for the oven waiting for the coffee to end waiting for the... And
0: then she makes like a vegetable thing and she's like because I'm all plant based now I eat a lot of turmeric and it's like where did I... there are just like weird connectors that she makes like as though plant bait being plant-based which i guess no one wants to use the word vegan anymore as though being entirely plant-based means that like she's suddenly eating more turmeric because you can only put turmeric on vegetables that was a weird thing that she kept mentioning she's like and again i'm plant-based so i add turmeric and it's like what are you talking about turmeric goes on meat as well i don't very strange asides i really
2: don't know like the whole (laughs) thing is just a blur of just extremely manic energy just like up 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 manic wealth straight up money right like just straight up money i just her morning routine instead of calming i think that would really stress me out there's a lot of breathing there's a lot of moving there's no Java, like you know, you don't. There's no
0: Java. Yeah, there's right. no
2: morning TV. Like, ho, like how are you supposed to get your news? How you're supposed to, you know?
0: Julianne <laughs> Julianne Huff doesn't know what's happening
2: in the news. Julianne I Huff doesn't know, read the news. Nice. The more I say this, I'm just like, wow, must be nice. <laughs> People in the comments are like, this is crazy energy.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> She's gonna go through that entire routine on that entire routine on November third. 2020, like during the election, and then not even know about the results it's until 90. It's funny PM.
2: that something like that is can either be aspirational or relatable, and there's nothing in between. So, like,
0: I don't think this is relatable for anyone. No, there's it's, no so way this, this could is, be relatable. It's supposed
2: for to be aspirational. I think she it's weird because she's trying to sell a product and it should be relatable mm-hmm. to fit that product in your own life instead it just comes off so aspirational i could never live this life this is not for me so it's just like funny (laughs) to me if the goal was like selling the product which is like this the breathing or whatever she's doing
0: Mm -hmm. also she does the thing that's like she does the thing that i'm not sure if it's this is an l directive or a huff directive where she doesn't mention any of the problems going on on the planet today? Like, she doesn't mention COVID. She doesn't no, mention I don't social think, justice. I don't she think just she's says, supposed to mention that. Yeah, that was probably says, a directive. She just says, you know, with everything going on, <laughs> everything is like... And with everything going on, I feel like I need to run more and, like, meet my neighbors. And then they show clips of her running, and she's just in the middle of nowhere. There's no neighbors.
2: Well, you're right. That's the weirdest thing. It's like, you're right. She she She... she refers to the fact that things are not normal but her but then she's like <laughs> the because things
3: are not normal and i'm not really a runner but because of this time I want to get out in nature, I want to experience my neighborhood and hear the natural sounds of the birds chirping and singing and communicating with each other as well as me really getting to know my neighbors for the first time and having some sort of connection even if we are six feet apart.
2: I saw she was in People Mag because she had a birthday party and her ex-husband and her ex <laughs> was there and everyone was like, her no ex-husband celebrates her birthday with her! Like it was just, you know, okay. <laughs> You know they were loving that. Dinner. Yeah, Brooke Luck Brooke was I at mean, her I birthday party. I can't imagine.
0: Party. I was just thinking, like, should I do this as a bit? Like, try this for two days and see what happens. Like, do some breathing exercises. Don't look at my phone. Don't have coffee. Just have no. Lemon because water, what, what would happen
2: is that it would be amazing, and you would be like, oh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> being rich rules yeah being you, rich rules yeah
2: we'd also need this house too i mean i don't know how you would arrange that but yes you would also yeah, i would
0: punch I mean, josh in the face as i'm doing my why 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 yeah why, why. i mean
2: you know she's really living her she is living her best life it is not relatable in the slightest and uh good for her
0: okay um that's sort of the breaking news today there's not really anything going on i looked at my trends and there's nothing interesting did Same you see your trends
2: the, what they call a slow news day you know there's just like not a lot of <laughs> Uh, celebrity news we're talking who weekly news there's not a lot of anything really going on I, we love you zane is trending for me so like best of luck i don't know what year it is but we love you zane is trending <laughs> i'm i promise you it is
0: melania trump is renovating the rose garden see nothing is interesting here nothing is interesting. that's actually repulsive just get into our to topics. me let
2: alone uh not interesting Yeah there let's uh let's get into what we have what do we have going well, on here
0: well we have as as happens because this happens every few weeks
2: i hate when we talk about someone and then Im- there's more news about them soon after and we have to cover that i'm like i already talked about these people i don't want to talk <laughs> about them again well
0: Lindsay, now now heather a young and Tarek el Musa are engaged they're not just in love like, they're I engaged don't
2: care at Oh, They're couldn't. taking the next step. She told Access Hollywood in May that they were 100% committed to each other by the second date.
3: I love Tark so much and we decided, I think it was on date number two, that we are gonna commit to each other 100%, which meant, meant me committing to, yes, date two, I know. Which meant me committing to his children a hundred percent. I
2: couldn't give a shit. This means you get to talk about selling Sunset again. Like I don't even. I don't this... need
0: to talk about selling Sunset again. I think it's funny that they got engaged on Catalina Island. Catalina Island is having a moment lately. I'm Isn't saying that this where because...
2: Natalie would. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh also, god. I, it's because it's where Natalie would. Well, that's where Went they were whenever missing. they had right. their, that's you know, what I... their boat moment. Right. Um, But also it's a a major location in the movie The High Note, which I watched last night that you will watch today.
2: I'm excited to watch it and we'll be talking about it this week on the Patreon uh, bonus episode. So if you're a Patreon, Mm -hmm. then look forward to that. Catalina Island is cursed is what you're saying. It's cursed.
0: Yes. Well, they had their, they celebrated their one year anniversary with a boat trip to Catalina Island, according to People, which um, I'm sure they called immediately after she said yes, they called People kidding? People was
2: on, they were on and, speakerphone the whole time. Are you, was you just like <laughs> sitting in the boat.
0: They may have been on Catalina yeah, Island. Yeah, they
2: sent, people sent a correspondent for this.
0: And it says, El Musa told People exclusively that the island is, quote, a special place for the couple and that they, quote, love to be on the boat together. So he thought the romantic weekend getaway would be the perfect time to ask for her hand. And they did a whole thing with like a special menu. There was like they went to a restaurant. And he planned this weird like engagement party thing with all these custom things. Heather and Tara, happy anniversary from Bon Appetit Agency. It's very strange, but you know they're gonna get married, and it's probably gonna be a plot point on Selling Sunset season five.
2: Do you know that you can get a ghost tour of Catalina Island? Wouldn't that be fun? How many
0: ghosts are there?
2: Definitely, I have a more story, definitely one. Definitely one. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. No. Oh no. I'm just. <laughs> I, what, what do you. What, what? I There's a book called Haunted Catalina, a history of the island and guide to paranormal activity by Robert and Anne. There are ghosts. The spirit of Zane Grey may still occupy his now converted house on the hill overlooking Avalon. Guests continue to see and hear what may be the ghost. Oh my god, in a hotel. A ghost of a former <laughs> Chicago Cub baseball player may still haunt the now abandoned Catalina Visitor Country Club. Ooh. Other spirits of former employees, residents, and frequent tourists who do not want to leave the island still appear to haunt various residences and establishments, including the casino, Hotel Catalina, <laughs> the inn at Mount Ada, and even Vaughn's Market. They haunt Vaughn's. I'm sorry, the ghosts haunt Vaughn's supermarket. We got to get these ghosts off this island.
0: We got to go to Catalina whenever the whenever the pandemic is we over. We do because we I travel? gotta go on
2: this. I gotta go on this ghost tour. Also, yes, if you're wondering, do they mention Natalie Wood? They do
0: at least one <laughs> that ghost has some stories to tell. I'm sorry I didn't to tell. I
2: didn't mean to interrupt the happy news of Heather and Tarik al Musa with my ghost story bullshit. What else happened?
0: He he proposed while wearing a tuxedo.
2: Great. <laughs> this
0: is very strange. What else what else new relationships. So we have a lot of new relationships. We have some pregnancies and we have some splits.
1: We can move new, on to new another
0: so new relationship. Maya Hawke and Tom Sturridge funny to me because of the the age difference which is articulated the age difference is best exemplified because Tom Sturridge's most famous ex is Sienna Miller
2: who I would call
0: an Uma Thurman contemporary
2: I know we always say Sienna Miller is like extremely underrated in terms of like acting ability but she really yeah. is still very much Sienna Miller you know Yeah
0: I'm just saying is she are they she and Uma are probably not as close to age as I'm thinking. Probably not.
2: Uma. Wait, so she's 22 and he's...
0: He's older than we are. How old is he? He's 35. Uh, 34.
2: Okay, so that's... It's not the worst, but that is like 10 years and Uma is... She's 50. Uma's 50. That's not the worst.
0: Sienna Miller is only 38. I thought Sienna Miller was 45. I'm sorry, is that rude to Sienna Miller?
2: Yes, very. Okay. She's engaged to her boyfriend who's 29 you know that right they're 10 years apart he's 10 years her junior okay. lucas werner okay some uh, artist art guy i think that's cool anyway she dated she dated
0: too. tom sturridge for four years that's just the most i know about tom sturridge what else is there to know about tom, tom
2: sturridge? sturridge is the guy who's a he's a british actor and he was in the singing movie he was in one of the singing movies right
0: pirate radio
2: no um the one that everybody was like woo we love it the one where Hold on. The
0: singing movie where everyone's oh, like, Woo, AC- we love it. Song to song?
2: No, what's the song where no, they sing when you're the, confusing Beatles, him, the Beatles? No, you're songs? confusing
0: him with Jim Sturgis. He's not in Across the Universe. Wait,
2: I'm sorry. Tom Sturridge is not Jim Sturgis?
0: No, Tom Sturge <laughs> is not Jim Sturgis.
2: Wait, how is that actually possible that's Tom it's Sturridge, just, not I Jim Sturgis? I think
0: it's just English surnames. There They're is confusing. no
2: fucking way that Tom... <laughs> okay. Tom... <laughs> Sturridge is not Jim Sturgis. You're telling no. me that on this podcast. Fine. Fine.
0: <laughs> that's exactly what I'm telling you. That's exactly what I'm telling you. Oh my you.
2: God. Okay, so now that I've learned that's no, now that I've learned that Tom Sturridge is not Jim Sturgis, I like have nothing else to
0: say. <laughs> he was in the movie Pirate Radio, which is that movie with Bill Nye. And he was in the movie On the Road, that one with um Kristen Stewart. Yeah. And he was in the movie that we both loved mm-hmm. Velvet Buzzsaw.
2: Oh, I love Velvet Buzzsaw. But Jim Sturgis, what Maya was Hawk, he best in? Jim, Jim
0: Sturgis? <laughs> across the universe. Oh, Cloud Atlas. And he was also in Cloud Atlas.
2: Iconic. And he was also in. Did you know he was also in Legend of the Guardians: The Owls of Gahoole?
0: I didn't know that, but okay. I can believe it.
3: Soren is basically just a young uh, Taito owl, which is uh, I guess a barn owl. For you know, tito is another expression to use it as uh, the sort of more common known name as barn owl. But yeah, he's just a young owl who's basically completely sort of Im- immersed in these stories that his father tells him about these uh, sort of mythical owls who live out in this great tree, and these warrior owls called the Guardians, and he's completely, you know, drawn in by his father's stories and believes them to be totally true. And- you know, kind of acts out these scenes of being a guardian himself one day. And...
2: Anyways, sorry, I didn't mean to bring Jim Sturgis back in, but I still can't believe that he's not. I'm glad not that you. Now.
0: I'm glad that you earnestly confused them. That's fun to me. I mean, All... <laughs> speaking of names,
2: Jim Sturgis is 42 years old. Also, like... <laughs> okay. Speaking of speaking names, names Tovlo married a man named, named Charlie Twaddle. Tovlo is Swedish, yeah, and I kind of thought Tovlo. Lowe... I didn't realize that Tove Lo was in a heterosexual relationship. Did you?
0: <laughs> I didn't either. No, I didn't either.
2: Okay, but like I great, didn't either. she's married.
0: I don't know about I don't know either about either of the parties' actual sexual orientation. No, how me they neither. Identify. Me neither.
2: Charlie Twaddle. Do we know who he is, or are we just still like like interested in the name? I don't even think the internet knows who he is.
0: He's he's very nearly no one, very, which is very sweet.
2: Nearly no one. Very nearly no he one. He has like no.
0: F- He's very nearly no one. He has very few followers on Instagram. There are no as of as of recording. There are no five things to know about Charlie Twaddle they are not. I'm not sure if that's a factor of Charlie Twaddle not being interesting or the internet not caring about Tove Lo. Um, but there's his nothing to say. Instagram about bio Twaddle.
2: says creative direction and the odd photo. so maybe he's he works with her and her I mean he, we're, he definitely works with her in her creative direction because every single one of his photos is a photo of her. They work. Together. And every photo
0: on his Instagram is of like her ass. And Have you noticed he, that?
2: Yes, and he's directed three of her music videos. And actually, I think he's Australian or New Zealand Kiwi because his uh, in, his Twitter says he's Auckland, LA, which means
0: Auckland's in New Zealand. He's Kiwi. Speaking of across the pond, oh, you got an Irishman on. dating an American. Yeah. And his name is Paul Mezcal. This is rumored, but I believe it.
2: Okay, so first of all, two
0: of maybe the horniest people on the planet right now. This guy—they're fucking each other.
2: Me, because first of all, I love Phoebe Bridgers, and I'm like, I'm like, girl, what are you doing? You know, in a way, (laughs) not like I like. There's layers to this. So Paul Mezcal was the horny, very sexy guy in normal people, which was not a very horny show. It was a horny show, but it was sad horny, you know. Mm -hmm. sad horny you did you watch it? just
0: a lot of fucking right it's just
2: i can't believe you didn't watch it it's so no i didn't because i
0: really you know i i know it's good i just really Uh, hated the book so i don't like okay but like i I didn't
2: like the books as much either but the show was great okay so he was very good in that and we phoebe bridgers is like indie darling uh she just put out an album i'm a big fan of hers anyways these two have like a twitter exchange where she writes finished normal people and now i'm sad and horny oh wait and then he responded i'm officially dead which like is the
0: oh wait supposed to be like that's her general vibe sad and horny yes is that what the oh wait is I the joke I think about? the joke yeah, is okay. like
2: always sad and horny
0: yeah okay and that was may 11th
2: and so he responds and then they do like a few interviews together like for i think like for some magazine they were on instagram live together and clearly they like became friends online right
4: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and
2: then a cafe in cork in ireland tweets this is such a good like like they should not have tweeted this fantastic day thanks to at mezcal paul and phoebe bridgers for for coming to our cafe this morning for breakfast such an amazing talented young people hashtag celebrities hashtag music talent hashtag staycation 2020 not quite hashtag breakfast hashtag voice of a generation and then just post two random photos of them (laughs) Not like a photo of them together, just like two random ass photos. And then we learn that Phoebe Bridgers flew to Ireland mid-pandemic. From L.A. From L.A. to hang out and I don't know what with Paul Mescal.
0: Well, I think we can guess what.
2: So a lot of people are like, go girl. But then a lot of people are like, it's a fucking pandemic, which like <laughs> both sides I see. Both sides
1: or
0: she didn't she apparently allegedly did not quarantine she just went straight on top of paul mezcal yeah. and yeah without doing any of the uh you know pandemic protection measures
2: i don't even know, and people I didn't are even a little mad at her they were letting us in that country let alone with or without quarantine but what do i know i'm not a famous person maybe she rolled up and she said i have a date with the guy from normal people please and they were like oh it's pretty good i've seen it it's pretty horny sure come mm-hmm. on in but in an Irish
0: accent. What's you know? the movie where they the where they where they end up getting like a police escort? It's like <laughs> hey, she's going to Paul, <laughs> and then they have to like then they take the like Wait, and they what? drive her to Paul's house. What's Wait. the movie where like the cops or someone ends up they end up helping they end up helping the couple get together by giving them like a police escort? I don't know. That's the sort of thing that would happen here. It's like she right. sl- she flew to fuck Paul. Well, actually, music starts swelling. (laughs) They take her all the way to Paul's house. (laughs) They're, like, peering into the window as they're fucking for the first time, and they just applaud. It's very sweet. It's, uh... Meanwhile, God knows, God knows, it's... You got two weeks. You could be um, uh, incubation time. Maybe she brought it with her. I don't know. She should have taken the two weeks.
2: Well, that's the thing. It's, like, it's very fun to be, like, Phoebe Bridgers flew to fuck Paul Mezcal, but also the other side of me is, like yeesh like not like uh, you know Uh.
0: she was allegedly dating dude from bright eyes i thought they released they released that album together they have a band
2: together they they're in a band together but i'd heard rumors that they were also dating little age difference right there but i thought they were dating and other people in the oh no they didn't comments thought they were dating too so it wasn't just me but i don't know so maybe she but you won't fly mid pandemic to go see a buddy yeah, and then she responded. She tweeted a uh, face, which I think with the rolling eyes. Although it did, tr- what what emo- which emoji is that? Is that I think it's eyes? rolling
0: eyes. It's the Android. It's this the Android, the Android rolling, rolling
2: eyes. eyes. And she tweeted the, a link to Akon's don't matter, which if you forget goes. Nobody you wanna see us together, together, but it don't matter no, Cause I got you. Which has turned into a TikTok song. I don't know if you've seen it. The TikTok Mm-mm. meme of this. Mm-mm. It's um, it's where you double yourself on the screen so you're it's you in a mirror image of you one of you has some type of thing and one of you has another type of thing so it's like moms and it's like Costco and then it's like and then you kiss yourself in the middle do you get it the joke my joke was bad but you get it
0: I get moms and Costco but you get it. get it sort of I feel like moms and Costco do go together though they
2: do go together but the idea is that nobody wants to see them together my joke was just bad so it would be like
0: I have to see what the what Generation Z be, is doing with this meme. I'm not sure it if it's going to work like, coming from you.
2: Here's one. It's a boy and he's doubled himself. And one side says alcohol and one side says teenager. Do you get it now?
0: I, I get it. I think I get it as, 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 as well as I'm ever going to get it.
2: Not moms and Costco, but you get the general sense.
0: Point is, I like Phoebe Bridgers and I don't like being disappointed by celebrities, although I guess that's what happens all the time. Well, we don't even know. Maybe she was going to do it all in secret, but this cafe like docks their asses. So,
2: that's what I think.
0: How many other p- famous people are hiding all of their pandemic movements? A lot of people. You know?
2: I know a lot of people.
0: How do you know that I haven't gone to Ireland to fuck Paul Mescal? Wait, how have you, you know? gone
2: have you gone to Ireland how to do fuck you know? Paul Mescal? How do you know?
0: Well, how do you know? The cafe didn't post about it cuz they didn't know who I was.
3: Nobody wanna see us together.
0: Oh, who broke up? Oh, well, there's a split. Well, this is sad, because we just talked about them. Yet again, people we just talked about, and then this gigantic, you know, monumental shift in their relationship. Milan Harris and Meek Mill split up, and... The thing is, which as you put in here,
2: people are pissed. People are pissed
0: because Meek is Meek goes out of his way to be like, "No, I don't talk about my personal life." Like, "Fuck you, I'm not going to talk about my personal life." And then he's the one who announces the breakup. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, she doesn't want to say anything about it publicly. Like, he's the one who publicizes this.
2: The kind of like the criticism of him for this relationship was that he was keeping it secret. That he was like. Even Mm -hmm. though everyone knew that he was like very secret and very private about the kid and her her. and he wouldn't acknowledge her and all that stuff. And like just treating her poorly and people think he's still hung up on Nicki Minaj.
0: Mm -hmm. And then who just announced her pregnancy and then the Kanye Kim thing, which I don't know if the Kanye Kim thing is as important as all of the it's being covered a lot more than I think it would have been had Kanye not Accused Kim of, I don't know, behaving badly Mm. by meeting up with Meek at the Chateau Marmont to talk about prison reform. Don't really want to get into Kanye's whole thread, but that is the context that is added in every single story about this. It's like the split announcement comes just days after Kanye got mad at him for meeting up with Kim four years ago. Like it really doesn't matter because it was so long ago. Like trying Mm. to connect the two things makes no sense, but that's, I think, why this story is getting traction. And also because she's not saying, because he has never said really anything about this relationship in the past. She sort of has, sort of hasn't, but she isn't commenting on it publicly. And he wrote on his Twitter Me and Milano decided to remain friends and build our child as separate parents. We still have mad love for each other, but we both came to an understanding meek. If in a vacuum, that's a nice statement. That's like no animosity. Wait, right, but the knowing two of the us, history of this, you're like, fuck you. Yeah. Then Milan posted about it on Instagram, but then it was sort of like a gotcha because it was really just it was just like an activism post. So it said I'd never address my private life publicly, but I just felt the need to say arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. So she's like, I'm not talking about this. Let's do this.
2: Right. Like she's not even bothering with this person who clearly kind of like from all like information we have like mistreated her, you know.
0: Yeah. Being hung up on Nikki is a thing that I think is like that's very strange.
2: I don't know whether he's hung up on Nikki, but. The way that he treated this woman seems bad.
0: More relationship news. There's a lot of people who are pregnant now. Yeah. Nepotism DJ Hannah Bronfman is now pregnant. Um, Oh my god, I
2: love nepotism DJ Hannah Bronfman. She also got into lifestyle content as you as you do the best is e online just calls her influencer influencer hannah bronfman <laughs> is pregnant with her first child
0: she's pregnant with her first. these two are so boring they're yeah. just so rich because she's a her father's an actual billionaire is not yes
2: 100%. It? Billionaire, billionaire? yeah no i'm telling you e calls her so, influencer
0: <laughs> so they're they recently made headlines they recently made headlines uh by last month and one of the funniest things that I had read on in uh, the New York Times over the pandemic, and it's with the headline, two DJs trade in their turntables for more time outdoors. It's sort of like the it was the precursor to the to the Styles piece about like, summer home, now it's our full-time home. Like the, the rich couple that like moves out of the city into their summer home full-time and it's like a family mm-hmm. and they have to really adjust to life in their summer home God full-time. God forbid, yeah. This is them being like, you know what? We're going to spend more time outdoors. Like we're going to use this moment to reconnect in our yurt. yurt. So they're going to go to And we're going to make music because we're DJs. Yeah so that's that. god now we're starting to talk about them and they're just so boring they're just so we're not she also boring. has a she vanessa ha- morgan also another pregnancy riverdale riverdale's vanessa Morgan. That's something
2: wasn't there some drama with her i i know she's dating being no,
0: she married she right. married that the, that the big, big hulking the baseball big player
2: baseball michael Kopech.
0: He's like enormous and they I think they got engaged and they like posted those photos of them under a waterfall. Yeah, you he's know? huge. I
2: remember talking about them. He's a big guy. And so she's pregnant, uh, and it's a boy. She had a gender reveal party and the smoke was blue. Whatever they throw at you is blue.
0: It was like powder. Powder. And then there's like a weird they had like um they had little cakes, little cupcakes, and the cupcakes had all these toppers on them that said, Here for the sex, which I have never seen before.
2: That's great. Have you seen Oh, that I get it. Here for the sex of the Here baby. For the
0: sex. But it's the sex of the baby. The colors in this whole story. So she's wearing a dress that is both blue and pink. Their lounge chairs are both blue and pink. The balloons are both blue and pink. Some of the boxes are blue. Some of the boxes are pink. Everything is just blue and pink. I thought we were past this. I guess we're not.
2: We're not because gender reveal parties still indicate two genders. <laughs> One is the reveal.
0: I just hate I hate all of that okay what else so... we're done with oh my god we're done with the relationships no more relationships that's
2: boring yeah that, I mean that was really that's really <sighs> it
0: okay you know what else what else I can't imagine do you know what else I can't imagine wearing a leather face mask uh, no, in 95 degree heat this, <laughs> this idiot me up uh, not, I'm not a Love Island person you are but I assume that this is one she... of the dumbest people who's ever been on
2: Love well, Island well she actually won Love Island which does not actually indicate she's dumb or smart but she did win
3: tell me The public have decided you should go on a date with me. I'm waiting for you in the hot tub in the hideaway terrace. Ah! Get your swim on and come and join me. Lots of love, Molly May.
2: Um, Her name's Molly May and she's like a big fan favorite. And this is just really funny because she bought a 75 pound, which I assume is just what are we at? We're like, it's like a hundred bucks. I think yeah, we're, it's more than 75 bucks. It's more yeah, than 75 It's like $75. More than $75. What, what
0: let's call it 80. Let's call that an $80 you know leather face mask. I don't
2: want you to do the, the currency exchange, but like, let's just assume we know the currency exchange. It's an expensive face mask made out of leather.
0: Oh, it's 96 US dollars. This is a $100 face mask. She, yeah, with she, tax? Shit. She
2: bought a Candace Cuoco leather and cord mask, which is like, literally, if you were like, name a fabric I wouldn't want on a face mask, leather would be number one. <laughs> leather.
0: <laughs> her caption, worst money I've ever spent in my life. That's taught me for trying to be cool with a leather mask. And then she posted a photo. of That's just the photo of her holding it. And then there's a photo of her in it. And it looks... It looks like poo. It looks like a poo. It doesn't even look right. it doesn't even look expensive. It looks like a piece of scrap leather. They didn't leather. even try
2: to to make it look like it could fit a face. Like, you know, some masks now they have like the little nose area, you got like a little bit of a face fitting. You have some places where you can like, you know, put it behind your ears and tighten it or loosen it. This one is just a straight up piece of leather that wraps <laughs> around your face.
0: What was she expecting?
2: Like how are... But I just love her caption. How are you going to keep breathing? Ha ha ha. Wow, defo should have tried it on before I bought it. Love that for me. <laughs> She's funny.
0: It's it's not only hideous, it's just so impractical. I don't know who thought that you'd be able to breathe through leather efficiently.
2: I blame them both, but I blame the designer more because that truly is like the scammiest thing in the world is to be like fashion mask and it's made out of leather. Get out of here. Get a heat
0: stroke. Heat stroke just on my cheeks.
2: <laughs> you would just sweat to death. Okay, so that's awful.
0: Meanwhile I did, I told you. I told you the I bought a five pack of masks. Uh-huh. I need new masks. Uh-huh. And I got the ones. Because the strategist said they were the ones that Ben and Ana de Armas wore. So I got the five pack. An affordable five pack, like 25 bucks for five. Well, masks
2: masks should not be that expensive because they're necessary. Okay.
0: I want to talk about this other strange story, Royalty Brown selling baby vitamins. And if you're wondering, like, is Royalty Brown actual, like, is that a baby or is that an adult? No, it is a baby. It's a six-year-old child. It's a six-year-old baby. It's
2: Chris Brown's baby. Chris Brown's six-year-old, yes
0: don't love talking about children on this show but don't this love is really talking about chris about, brown
2: on the show either so
0: but this is less about royalty brown than it is royalty brown's mother who i assume is in control of the the social channels and the social channels surrounding royalty brown are hysterical yeah royalty brown six years old daughter of nia guzman and chris brown chris brown the singer she's selling gummy vitamins she's selling her new brand her lifestyle brand of gummy vitamins she is a boss and baby
2: as they say she she's boss. boss baby who
3: are you
0: Let's just say I'm the boss.
1: She
3: is She's the boss. She's a baby. boss
0: baby. Yeah. And these Instagram photos, hashtag boss baby, can't wait for you guys to see everything I have coming up. And it's like a photo of a kid on a laptop, like scheming. It's sort of like if you saw a photo of an influencer who was in their 20s out of at a computer right. it would say like well like what scheming what working do you on think? my next hustle
2: <laughs> what do you think is like on the other side of that computer like a game like a like um door the explorer game or something like
0: Dora the explorer she's <laughs> yeah. watching Dora the explorer on youtube
2: right like that's
0: not that's what, it is. You see what
2: i have coming up and like i just love the idea that you turn that computer around and it's like a spreadsheet she's like she's doing her <laughs> spreadsheets <laughs> <laughs> because royalty is not the only baby in this baby business there's also an actual <laughs> younger baby there's a more baby baby because royalty is six not technically a baby but then there is a baby
0: royalty's <laughs> boss baby age Royalty's of uh, 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 royalty is girl boss age Royalty can easily be a girl boss as a six year old. Yes, that's you know you can be a girl boss. You can be a CEO. But Sinatra, who is Nia's other child, whose father is not necessarily Chris. She's never revealed who the father of Sinatra is.
2: She is the co-owner. She's the co maybe the COO. Maybe she does the business. She's side. the COO because royalty is the CEO, and maybe the baby is a COO. What it really
0: means is coup COO because she coos. She's a baby. <laughs> She's the COO, and then Nia's like, no, 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 she coos. It's, she's the coo. <laughs>
2: well, it was because when they said, you know, Sinatra, do you, want to, do you want to sell gummy vitamins? She said, That's, but yeah, your baby, a baby version of yes. <laughs>
0: So she's selling these gummy vitamins. They have vitamin C in them. They have immune support. They have 250 milligrams of vitamin C per serving, which is as much as how many? You guessed it. 10 tangerines, which is yeah. what the website says. It's as much as 10 tangerines. You know,
2: I love a gummy vitamin. I mean, I'm not of here course to. I love, it too. I love a gummy vitamin.
0: Oh, and also, that was the most disturbing part of Julianne Huff's video. Did you see the part where she goes, This is my dessert? Oh, it, and it was, was a her gummy, gummy vitamin?
2: Oh, that was bleak. She took like 45 supplements that she drank with water that had been mixed with apple cider vinegar. The woman is not allowed to, like, let anything touch her mouth that isn't, like, fully disgusting. And then she was like, my dessert! And it was gummy vitamins. And then she was like,
0: this is my dessert. It's gummy (laughs) vitamins.
3: This is my dessert. This is also, like, kid gummies. But it's my dessert. So... All
0: right. That's just, I usually just have a gummy vitamin for dessert, but I was feeling a little special. My favorite part about this story is that the CEO of C. Rossi Entertainment, which is Royalty's agent, Carissa Rossi, Royalty's agent released a statement about the excitement that she feels for these babies, these baby bosses. And she said, Royalty's growth in the past year has been unbelievable. Like, wait, Keeping growth right, as a five to person? Six. A growth five as like, a,
2: like she grew inches, like physically, physical growth or like actual like business growth. She means business growth.
0: Business growth. She doesn't from mean like she grew. a five-year-old to a six-year-old.
2: Usually when you talk about toddlers growing, they grow, yeah, they grow inches or like
0: Mm-hmm. My growth from five to six was at one point I couldn't tie my shoes, and then at six I could tie my shoes. But this woman
2: means business growth.
0: I was very ridiculed in kindergarten for not being able to tie my shoes, and then my mom got me those like springy shoe laces that you could just pull tight, and then you didn't uh-huh. have to tie them. So
2: you cheated, basically. You she bought you a cheat. Humiliating. She bought you a cheat, well, though. She
0: bought me a cheat because she was sick of me always having untied shoes. She didn't she teach you tried. how
2: to tie them. You she just cheated. She she
0: taught me. I just wasn't capable. Um, it says Rossi says Nina, Nia's taught has quote boss baby work ethic and she treats it as an actual job for her college fund. Miss royalty is not going anywhere. The interesting thing about this is whenever you dig into the comments, I didn't realize Chris Brown and Nia had a big custody battle. Hmm. Um, not custody battle, child, child a child support. support battle. Yeah. And sometimes Chris. Oh, went you're telling time, me somebody allegedly. is fighting
2: with Chris Brown about money or literally anything Mm -hmm.
0: so a lot of the comments here like you know this is weird this is a little weird it truly is like an actual job for a college fund it almost seems like to me the like galaxy brain interpretation of this is almost nia saying look what we have to do to like get a college fund for this girl Because you're not actually taking care of her, it Mm. almost seems like theater to me that Mm. they just want Chris to see this and feel guilty. They want the press because they want Chris to see it. Like, I wonder what this will actually do to him if this could be any sort. This could incite anything. Everyone does gummies these days, so it must be like an easy uh, wagon to hitch your horse to or something. Like, I guess it must be very easy to like get into the gummy business.
2: It's also just kind of like a harmless thing for a six-year-old to be selling in terms of like. Things that six-year-olds could be selling that I would think were that are like problematic, but this one's like, all right, yeah. like royalty selling vi- royalty and Sinatra selling vi- gummy vitamins, great. You know what I mean?
0: Vitamin C? Fine. It's not like it's melatonin. Remember when, because James Charles got in trouble for sell uh, melatonin and, ta- and well, Tati also, was like, how dare you sell melatonin to children? Well,
2: right. Like children don't need melatonin. Six-year-olds don't mm. need melatonin. But they do need mm-hmm. vitamin C, so that's fine. They could be their dessert. Just kidding. Give them a real dessert. <laughs> this is not dessert. Gummy vitamins are not dessert.
0: Give your kid a real dessert. I just
2: love that it says the bottom of this blog entry, wherever you got this from, says congratulations, royalty. <laughs> yeah. Cheers to planning for the future while boosting immune systems. Cheers. Cheers. Moving on. Before we get into banana, we had a great uh Wall Street Journal like trend piece that relates to banana for me in a way. And mm-hmm. the Definitely. Right? And the piece was about how celebs are out there making a difference, wearing a mask, getting photographed less. And you have this trend piece about how certain celebrities are not the the magazines don't want the photos of them in the masks right and Mm -hmm. because there's no events there's also no photos of them them at events so it's slim pickings out there for tabloid tabloid journalism
0: Mm -hmm. and it says like uh, this one where it says hugh jackman like wears the same thing every day and also his masks are always the same so it's like they just when you wear the same thing every day it's hard to differentiate the days like if banana wore the same clothes every single day like there would be less value in their in their yeah, outings I think he's but doing they always wear purpose. something different they yeah blame, no it sounds like he's doing it on they
2: purpose. blame quarantine it's like we all wear the same things every day LMAo but no like clearly clearly Hugh Jackman if this article if this if, if Wall Street Journal can tell why this is happening, then Hugh Jackman knows that if he wears the same outfit every single day, that nobody want the photos of him because it, there's mm-hmm. no difference in the photos from day to day, you know?
0: Yeah. This quote that you bolded is actually my favorite, which is um, one of the um, main paparazzi agency's uh, owners Randy Bauer he says I'm turning down pictures that our photographers are sending us because I'm telling them hey this isn't them yeah so it's just like that Ansel Elgort photo
2: you're right like there's a lot of there's and you know what they are sometimes the places are gullible to pick them up like the Daily Mail picked up that Ansel Elgort thing and then they had to take it down because that wasn't Ansel Elgort I wonder if like they got their money back from that photo like if they bought the exclusive rights to that photo and then it legit wasn't oh, sure. them that causes Bauer grit. Griffin or whoever's selling them the pictures stress and they're like i don't want I don't, these mass photos because i can't tell who this person is for sure 100 percent then like i can't sell them mm-hmm. because you know mm-hmm. if it's not them then we all get in trouble yeah the end is interesting too because it says you know if they want a full-faced photo they're just going to pull from instagram where they can have a face photo you know without a mask
0: or the celebrities are just going to like Take the nice photos themselves and send them directly to them, which is yeah. what both Maria Menounos and uh, our fave Kristen Chenowith do all the time I mean, in the tabloids.
2: But if you open the tabloids right now and try and read them, it's fucking it's exhausting because it's, first of all, photos that you can tell are sent directly in. Photos, like can't, like posed shots of like housewives or whatever because there's it's such slim pickings that you that they're posting you know the tori spelling photos of her and her kids that are taken by obviously her husband and sent directly to us weekly or whatever like the whole mm-hmm. magazine is just filled with people who are like the same people over and over and over again and it's really fucking boring i would rather see banana in masks walking the dogs than another picture of Kristen Chenoweth with doing a puzzle you know
1: would you what about
0: eating what about eating a... Uh, a cracker? Townhouse crackers. I would, I... She did a day in the life of Kristen Chenoweth for Us Weekly, and one of them at like 10.30 was like, cracker time, and she just like <laughs> is suddenly doing his in the middle of the day having a cracker. Lindsay, what is Rakuten? Tell everyone. I use. I have Rakuten. I'm looking at it right now in my browser. But explain. You're good at explaining what Rakuten is because you love it. It's
2: the smartest way to save money when you shop. Duh. No, it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it is. But I'm. You're not. I'm not really telling you what it is. That's what it does. It knows where you're shopping. It says here's how to save money. It gives you cash back for all types of stores because Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, travel, dining, and more.
0: Your favorite stores like Dyson, Samsung, or Nike pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members, that's you. Cashback is direct is deposited directly into your PayPal account, or Rakuten can send you a check. The choice is yours. Lindsay likes the PayPal account. I'm sort of into paper check. I like that idea. You can even maximize your savings by stacking cashback on top of other deals like store sales and coupons. So shop for everything from fashion to beauty, home decor to groceries, even kids' school supplies. You're already shopping at your favorite stores, so why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer, and membership is free and easy to sign up.
2: Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten Dot com for details that's r-a-k-u-t-e-n your cash back really adds up
0: we got new boots and i'm so thrilled they're Takova's boots and you know why i'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why i was so happy to get mine why? in the mail because why? the girlies from potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of real houses of potomac and i was like if robin and karen have Tacovas, i want Tacovas.
2: Well, I have a good reason too because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots and so I got my Takovas oh. and let me tell you the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots.
0: Huge on the line dancing huge floor. That's amazing. Oh
2: yeah, so you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots.
0: Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown.
2: Oh my god, I can't wait to see them. They're just
0: I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas you name it. they'll get you outfitted. they believe in Western for all and you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the real house of the Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. you'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. yes even the hard sup if you prefer. and you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tecovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and point your toes west. Banana time?
1: will these two do today coffee
0: blocks
4: daily tasks only sometimes wearing masks b-o-n-a-n-z-a it girl and a divorcee they're sharing shirts and sharing laughs while others share their photographs
1: b-e-n-a-n-a let's update their dossier
0: they're back together uh, publicly thank god they're going out for photographs again they had gone a few weeks <laughs> oh, a funny. few weeks with no photos of them the photo well, of him holding a dog like that is people so funny. thought
2: the washington post trend piece chased them away
0: from no never it could never they just needed to take a little break they needed to take a time out yeah, yeah but yeah. you know what they are they decided to go to lunch together publicly mm-hmm. in masks mm-hmm. partly mm-hmm. in masks mm-hmm. partly mm-hmm. and what's partly everyone went, everyone went nuts because there's like a photo there's like a cool photo of Anna like pulling her mask down like staring at the camera did you see that photo
2: yeah well but there was also rumors that they'd broken up there was like you know someone started a rumor but it just clearly was not true not true mm -hmm. yeah they're still together
0: they're still together they're walking their dogs Laney wrote about it now they have have three dogs three dogs they have between the two of them well she has two he has one yeah Yeah. she Mm -hmm. has Elvis and Mm -hmm. she has salsa and then he has what is his dog's name I never remember his dog's name. Oh, it's I'm, like because I, no I confused the dog name with the with the daughter name recently.
2: So, what's the dog's name? Serafina's is the girl's name. I don't remember. Name.
0: Serafina's is the girl's name. It's not the dog's name. So
2: they went walking again with the dogs with mass, they're they're not broken up was there any other oh there was hunter harris at vulture wrote a piece that people really oh, yes, liked about hunter dunkin harris donuts thing. which you know i respect and is one of my favorite topics and she was wondering does dunkin donuts have ben affleck's order on file and my response to that was like every dunkin donuts is owned independently because it's a franchise company and like his his dunkin donuts might have his order because they sometimes A barista's remember your order, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. That was my my guess. And then the second question was, does, this is more interesting to me, was. Is it Spawn? Does Ben Affleck have this kind of like Spawn deal with Dunkin' Donuts? And if so, it would have to be a very kind of weird, under the table, nebulous, long-lasting agreement because, first of all, Ben Affleck has been spotted drinking Starbucks, the number one competitor, I would say. And he's never done an official ad for Dunkin' Donuts. Right? Like, Mm -hmm. he's never done an ad, you know? I don't think. And I,
0: God, and I don't want to get into like FTC rules because he doesn't really Instagram himself with Duncan. Like, if if Ben Affleck Instagrammed a photo of him holding Duncan, which he hasn't, he would have, and which he hasn't, and he was doing. And he was getting paid to to promote them. He would have to reveal that in the Instagram but caption, but he doesn't Instagram like that.
2: But that's that? why these paparazzi spawn things that you do see occasionally are very scandalous because they don't have to. They could just be holding the gummy vitamins or holding the the product and they don't have mm-hmm. to disclose. Because they're not posting the photo. They're not selling the photo. And
0: Hunter reaches out to um, someone at Duncan in the thing and they make it seem like this quote it says hi hunter i hope you're doing well please see below for information on dunking regarding your ben affleck questions we're grateful for ben affleck's continued loyalty to duncan and are proud to offer his favorite choices that keep him running duncan does not track ben's whereabouts or alert franchises of any so preferred they order
2: they don't first of all it i knew that they don't track like his favorite orders but they don't respond to the spawn it
0: accusation. seems like if they were asked they would have to reveal it i feel like that's that's sort of isn't yeah. that an illegal thing to not reveal if some, if you are paying someone to promote their thing? Well,
2: also, I have a I have a source, a deep source, a source deep in Duncan, right? That I was... Primary source. We'll keep a primary, a primary source, source. We'll keep on deep background. Well, I guess deep background would be me not saying I have a... Whatever. I have a source who told me... That if Ben was on the ad payroll, there's lots of celebs that they work with at Dunkin' Donuts, right? And if Ben mm-hmm. was on some sort of payroll in at Dunkin' Donuts that they would know because they would be somewhat working Alerted. with they would know because they would know. So and he's not, apparently. So I just like don't think yeah. that Ben trust is being paid. I do think that if that Duncan has maybe approached Ben maybe many times I think a company like Duncan or a a wise investment a brand is always looking out for like who likes the product that they're going to work like that they want to work with because it's like an authentic love like if they came to me as they have in the past via this podcast be very easy for me to sell Duncan I love Duncan you know yeah well that's
0: what Allie Jones says in the Hunter Harris piece where it's like Ali's like I doubt that this is sponsored sponsored content because like the person who's benefiting most from this is Ben Mm -hmm. like because it Ben probably knows that this just makes him seem normal you know this is just like he's doing it because he does it Ben probably we know that I don't know Ben is in recovery probably the the idea of a routine some sort of like steady routine is probably Mm -hmm. a very good thing to have in his life Mm -hmm. so Going to Duncan and getting his, like, one, two, three coffees a day Mm -hmm. that are the same or whatever is probably, like, just something that helps kind of keep him literally running. Like, Ben runs on Duncan, not even in a jokey brand way. So it's, like, this is probably doing so much for him in terms of making him seem normal to the public and keeping, like, a routine in his life that, like maybe we're looking too deeply into right. it. this has nothing to do with spawn
2: the other inter- the other thing that like we won't even get into it but don't you think duncan has already got the ben affleck demographic on lock you know like <laughs> the people that would pay attention to a ben affleck duncan spawn like that's on lock for them they don't need those guys like they got those guys right
0: <laughs> that's true like they that's want true.
2: younger cooler whatever like they want young people they don't want fucking us they got us
0: they don't want us oh and boy do they have us <laughs>
2: I mean, listen to this I segment every they're... week with free spawn remember we were selling the egg bowl like give us more of that money <laughs>
0: delicious i can't believe bowl. they only did us one ad for that egg bowl i know or like few, like, like, like one right. round of ads
2: i know little did they know the institutional history of Duncan Spot on this pod. Okay,
0: Jesus, are we um, done here? <laughs> yes, we're gonna move on. We have a we have a uh, interview with the authors of the New York Times best selling book, <laughs> Anne Friedman and Naomi Tsuji. you know them as the hosts of Call Your Girlfriend. We know them as our friends and we're, and the hosts of Call Your Girlfriend, and basically the reason this episode, this show exists because of the support from Anne and Amina. So we wanted to talk about the, we wanted to talk to them about their new book and Celebrity Friendships. It's number 11, number 11 on the charts. <laughs> we are now in a Zoom chat with Amina Tusso and Ann Friedman, authors of the number three book in the Friendship section on Amazon, just under Dale Carnegie and Mitch Albom. Big Friendship.
2: Wow. Wow. We never care wow, about Bobby. the charts.
4: We
1: really we don't. Care don't. About the we really don't.
0: Everyone's reading Big Friendship. We read Big Friendship. They read Big Friendship. They've wrote Big Friendship. We're talking about celebrity friendships, their friendships, our friendships.
2: This friendship, the friendship we have as a podcast, we are sister podcasts, I would say. Our friendship, they set us up to be A popular or at least somewhat popular podcast. Our pod friendship means a lot to Who Weekly. I want to start off by saying that.
0: Our podcast would not exist without their podcast.
2: Literally, exactly.
4: Lindsay Bobby, do you remember the first time we hung out in New York and you took me to Junior's Cheesecake?
0: (laughs) That was the first time we hung out in New York?
4: In New York. It was like you, me, Lindsay, you were working at VH1 and you took me to uh you took me to Junior's Cheesecake, and I felt like a real
1: New Yorker that day.
2: Was
4: it the one in Times Square? Square?
1: Of course it it. it was the one in Times Square.
0: We had tuna sandwiches and cheesecake.
1: Yes. Wow. The digestive implications.
4: (laughs) And Lala Anthony was in the elevator and I was like, I am a real New Yorker now. I'm a real New Yorker now. So who's like since the beginning? And now here we all
2: are.
0: Yeah, we're here to talk about celebrity friendships, but also your friendship. If you want to give a little introduction to who you are and your friendship before we get into celebrity friendships, I'm sure you are so sick of doing this spiel day in and day out for the past like X months of your book tour. But if you want to skip it, skip it. If you want to talk sell about that your book. friendship. No,
1: let them talk sell about the book. <laughs>
2: it.
0: Why should hooligans specifically read Big Friendship?
1: Ooh, that's a good prompt.
2: I can give an argument for reading the book just quickly. Literally, I, months ago, I sent my two good friends from college a copy of the book, thinking, like, when this ships, I'm, I'm going to be so beloved. Like, this is the nicest thing that I could possibly do is, like, gift this book. And I felt so good about that and, like, sharing it and having her and us read it together. And, like, that alone is worth the sticker price of the
1: book. Just like having that kind of like moment with a friend. That was so nice to have. It, it also occurs to me that people who love this show um, love hearing friends in dialogue with each other and like love what happens when um, two people just so deeply share a sensibility about whatever weird thing they are into. Mm-hmm. And the book is kind of about that. You know, we talk so much about um, everything
4: under the sun in pop culture but still like romantic relationships really get the, you know, top billing for goss. And uh, you know, we are here to bring rom-com energy to friendship. And, uh, you know, and I think that that is something that is true for a lot of hooligans. I'm in all those Facebook groups like we are we are friends. We are having a good time. It's wild.
0: I don't want to make you all repeat what you've been repeating for the past few months. Um, Let's talk about something that's exclusive to Who Weekly, which is celebrities.
2: Well, you guys mentioned Gail and Oprah in the book at length Mm -hmm. as kind of like... An example of celebrity friendships, maybe the number one example of a really long lasting celebrity friendship in which like they worked on their friendship, which is Mm -hmm. kind of how it really relates to your book. So maybe you want to you don't have to repeat what's in the book, but
1: like talk a little bit about why
2: you brought them into
1: the book. They're sort of this example for us of a celebrity friendship that is Rightfully venerated, you know, um, and also they have been participants in that as well. They're like, yeah, Mm -hmm. we want to take a road trip together. Like, yes, like we are going to show you our cute post quarantine reunion on Instagram, which we love. There are not like so many examples of that. I guess we're going to talk about that in a sec. But then when we really interrogated it, we were like, "Okay, like, really, we only know what Oprah and Gail are telling us themselves. And we Mm -hmm. only know what they want us to know, which I feel like is very core to this show. The two of you interrogating, like, what do people want us to know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah. And then and then just kind of use that as a way to. Um, invite people to interrogate the friendships they see performed on their own social media among non-celebrities.
0: One of the celebrities that I was going to get into whenever we mentioned like influential or important celebrity friendships to you, the two sets of friendships that came to mind first, I mean, I think for most people, the, the set that comes first is Oprah and Gail. But a thing about Oprah and Gale that's always existed is like romantic rumors like it's very hard for people who mm-hmm. consume celebrity to presume friendship over a romance like the the default is that it's romance and it's almost like Stedman is a punchline at this point but Stedman is, Stedman's role in this is to act as like the retort to the romantic rumors it's like no 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 it's friendship because Stedman exists like Stedman is there so they can just be platonic friends,
4: almost. You know, they've addressed this in O, actually. I remember once, like, reading an O at the airport where I was so... I was like, oh, they're finally talking about the rumors. Mm-hmm. And um, it was actually, like, great. It was like, a, you know how Oprah is always on the cover? And then I guess, like, she had Gail interview her. <laughs> like, the interview was literally just Oprah and Gail interviewing mm-hmm. each other. And um, I forget which one of them, like, brought it up. They were like, oh, yeah. And then people think that we're secret lesbians all the time. And, um, you know, then the text was definitely like both laugh. Ha ha ha. And then, you know, and then they make the point of if then they make the point of like, if we were, why wouldn't we talk about it? You know, and so and I think that that is really fair in that friendship of everything is on the table. But I think that you are really picking up correctly on part of what is hard to parse out about these like intense celebrity friendships like the whole thing really irritates me because you know it's like sure like if people are dating people are dating they don't owe they don't owe it to you to tell you that they're dating but if Mm -hmm. they're telling you that they're friends i think it's also fair to just take them at face value that they are friends the thing that makes me really happy about celeb friendships in general though is that you're always like how do these two even know each other you know (laughs) and then you're always doing the um the imdb like where does the crossover you know Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's like my iconic like friend, like celebrity like friend pair that I think about all the time is Leo and Toby Maguire. I'm like those oh, two are God. like you know only worked together on um, on Gatsby, but mm-hmm. like auditioned like frequently together in the '90s.
0: They truly were like inseparable for years and years and years, especially like in the New York scene. That's an interesting thing about celebrity friendships in general, and I think something that one of the things your book helps prove is that the story of a friendship can be as long and complex and as interesting as the story of a romantic relationship. This can be as nuanced and as interesting and as complicated and as complex as like two people who are romantically involved, like two people, two celebrities who are fucking. The two celebrity friendships that I immediately went to, which is like specifically a product of like growing up in the like early celebrity blog, days where you're reading like oh no they didn't and delisted in early prez hilton it's like gay rumors celebrities and the first one is jake gyllenhaal and austin nichols who austin nichols is the number one who you probably don't remember who this person is they starred in the day after tomorrow together and there was a <laughs> s- there was a series of photos of the two of them at a knicks game courtside maybe it was lakers but a basketball game courtside and these photos are Sexy, they are intimate, they are leaning into each other's like ears, they are whispering, they're laughing. There's a photo of Jake like giving him eyes. And in my mind, I was like, Oh, Jake Gyllenhaal secretly gay. I love this. I want this narrative for the two of them. Like, and I was like projecting all of this, like, tortured, like, child star trauma and like this narrative into the whole Jake Gyllenhaal experience. And I was like, I'm, I'm creating this whole fantasy of, like, the tortured actor who can't come out because of, like, pressures of society, blah, 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 blah. And looking back, it's entirely untrue. They were just, like, totally just friends. One of the earlier examples of this, and obviously Gail and Oprah are involved here, but an earlier example of this is Penny Marshall and Carrie Fisher. And I was like, I love that relationship, too. And it's like, why can't we just let Penny Marshall and Carrie Fisher have, like, one of the coolest celebrity friendships of all time? Like, why do they have to be fucking for it to be interesting?
1: Right. Like a consequence of everything getting coded as romantic means that like there is there are these like weird homophobic things that then come up whenever like, you know, two men. I mean, I remember um, was it last year when did Brad Pitt give an award to Bradley Cooper or vice versa and was like had some part of the speech that was like, you're you're such a great friend to me. Like this has been such an amazing ongoing friendship. And people were like oh you're friends like how is this even possible if we didn't all know about it and i think mm-hmm. that like you know there is this limit of, to the imagination i guess like limit to the public imagination given the way that we only see one oh it's either romantic or we're not talking about it at all
2: also, also like of course they're friends like act, they're both big <laughs> right. actors like it's the, they're coworkers essentially in the business of hollywood like of course they're friends
1: Makes them total friends sense. <laughs>
2: Like, they've definitely been on a Zoom together. They've definitely
4: been on a Zoom together. You know, like, of course they know each other but it's funny
0: that like brad pitt specifically comes up because for so long he was like one of the number one like the supreme sex symbols in hollywood and so the act of like desexualizing brad pitt in middle age is like really fucking people up like he's like in recovery he's divorced he's trying to turn over a new leaf and he's like making a lot of friends but it's like is he fucking the mit professor is he fucking Aaliyah shawcott and it's like he's probably just friends with them like he just wants some friends
2: my pick though was is a little bit more like hollywoody Little bit more scandalous or whatever, but I immediately thought of the Pussy Posse when I was thinking about celebrity friendships, just because of like Toby and and uh, and uh, and, uh, Lucas Hoss and Leo and just how like. You know, when they all met, they were all at the same place in their careers, and now they've gone very different places. And maintaining that friendship, and also maintaining the balance of like, what happens when your friend becomes so much richer than you? What happens when <laughs> you know, like, like how do you how, do you have that conversation? Like, you know, that's a really difficult conversation to have, and I'm sure Leonardo has had that. i don't know why I'm calling Leonardo. Leo has had that. Leonardo. With, like, every Leonardo. With <laughs> when he's oh like, yes, God. you can. I do <laughs> want you on <Jordan, laughs> my private jet. I turtle? do want you to come to this <laughs> island with me or whatever like to celebrate my young girlfriend's birthday party Mm -hmm. or whatever so like I just love I love love friendships that like span such long times because you it really makes you think about like what have these people been having conversations about to keep these friendships like alive and healthy, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like
1: where is the pussy posse 30 years later? Kind of retrospective. Sorry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But they're basically the pussy posse 30
4: years later. They're all like, you know, they're kind of like all they're heading into senior citizen brigade age. Mm -hmm. I think that some of the coverage obviously is also just like hashtag sexism Mm -hmm. because if it was, you know, like when, um, when the Taylor Swift uh, girl squad took effect, We were all very critical of that in a way. Very fairly. I think that we were like fairly critical of it. But also so much of that conversation was very gendered. But with the pussy pussy, I'm like, these dudes are out here doing the same shit all of the time. (laughs) You know, just like partying. The girls are the same age. Everyone is getting older. They're just like bringing in new bros into the thing. And it's just like beautiful and charming to me. And I want them to keep this up forever and ever and ever. And paparazzi is always around. And no one is like, hmm, are they calling the public? on their own party you know like no one ever that is never like a thing that enters my imagination when it's this like group of dudes hanging out versus um you know anytime i see uh i you know like where two hadids are i'm just like "Mm, what like what's happening here
1: (laughs) Do you you think that it is because people um, consumed so much of the Taylor Swift squad stuff like on her own stage, on her own Instagram versus the kind of faux distance of we called the paparazzi on our like boys night?
4: I mean, of course, I think that the the girl squad, which Taylor Swift herself has like renounced in uh, Elle magazine, you know, or like really interrogated like what it was that she was doing. It was too curated, you know, and I think that like back to a point that you were making earlier about people always being like, oh, like not understanding that the, the film that they are seeing publicly is not always does not match up with the reality of mm-hmm. what's happening in private. I'm like, people know each other and people do things like you do not see everyone's life through Instagram. And I think that even if you are not a celebrity, that is something that like every large friend group has to contend with. This issue of like, oh, like, you know, what is, what is like beyond the veneer of the thing that everyone sees? And I know that, like, that's true for you, Lindsay and Bobby, mm-hmm. you know, and it's true for me and Anne because we are like pairs of friends who work publicly together. But yeah, you know, like back to the Girl Squad, I think it was handled uh, in a very clunky way. It was too curated, it was too, like, it was too try hard. But the impulse I think was like very human and recognizable. You wanna you like shout out who your friends are. And I think that especially, you know, in groups of women where you've been told for so long that every woman is just catty and that we don't get along or blah, blah, blah. I can see, you know, like at my most generous, I was like, what was happening with the, you know, the girl squad and the concerts was that, was just saying like, look at all the women I know. And mm-hmm. you know, that's at my most generous. At my least generous, I was like, something else is happening there. But Mm -hmm. it's a very recognizable like human impulse. I'm like, I can think of like every single human being I know, like doing a form of that.
2: Who are your other favorite celebrity friendships out of curiosity other than Oprah Gale? Who else
4: (laughs) makes the list? I mean, the pussy posse, obviously.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Good. thank you for agreeing with me.
4: (laughs) Um, Busy and Michelle, obviously. Um, I made a list. Hold on. I'm going to tell you my list. Um, I am super into Sophie Turner and Maisie Williams because they're like they're the rare coworker that you believe like actually really hang out and love each other. Mm-hmm. And they're so different. They're so different, but they like seem that they actually have so much fun together. And so I'm into it. I am also really into Salma Hayek and Penelope Cruz um, and iconic, iconic, iconic friendship. And Cameron Diaz, Drew Barrymore. I don't know if they're on my list too. But like, remember that was like so fun. And like, Cameron Diaz definitely pops up on like Drew Barrymore's Instagram every once in a while, and it makes me so happy. They're great. And then, you know, Naomi Watts, Nicole Kidman also makes me happy because I'm like, wow, international students, you know, they just like found each other. That's <laughs> beautiful on campus. And then I also love Brad Pitt and George Clooney because it just feels like old Hollywood just being friends, you know. And mm-hmm. I'm like, no, these two are friends. These two are
2: like legit friends. So wholesome. It's so wholesome.
4: But my favorite like um like male, female Hollywood relationship, though, forever and ever and ever is Leo Kate Winslet like I love them so much together I love how they talk about each other I love that they had this weird teen thing they had you know I'm like if only those Twilight teens could have you know like couldn't do it (laughs) but like the Titanic teens like they persevered and so I love those two
2: do you have any
1: favorites Anne? any other favorites you will not be surprised to hear many overlaps, but um, Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen is one that we have yeah. talked about that you did not mention that I really love. And I, I can't cite like a specific article, but they always talk about each other in this way that like, um, it's like, Oh, I I was trying to impress him. Like I've, I've always been trying to impress him. I really thought he was like so great. And, that feeling of meeting someone who you so desperately want to befriend and are like, hi, I'm being my, my most charming mm-hmm. self right now. Well, they were just... set
2: up for a date and they mm-hmm. like didn't work it out. Was like, nope. You got to respect a friendship that turned into also a traveling show. The four people here have to respect of a traveling show of friendship.
0: <laughs> it was like Andy mentioned Gloria Vanderbilt in their first date and Anderson Cooper was like, I hate that. And that like turned him <laughs> off immediately.
1: And maybe then he was just trying to claw his way back to some sort of better status. Yeah. Who else? You know, we used to do this segment at our CYG live show about like great best friends, and we had like a few a few thrown in there like from more recent decades and they all had like one funny anecdote. Um but I J Lo Leah Remini, that one. <laughs> Wasn't the anecdote about their friendship that like J.Lo was like, you will always be my friend, despite what like the Scientologists say. And here's a cookie or something. Wasn't there a cookie involved? Yeah, it was like uh, (laughs) Leah Remini thought that J.Lo wouldn't be her friend
4: anymore after she left Scientology because there were some weird like father-in-law like thing. And she like sheepish was just like, J.Lo, like, sorry. And J.Lo was like, shut up and pass me this cookie. It was yes. very
1: cute.
0: Are there any last words you have to say to the hooligans before we sign off automatically because <laughs> the Zoom is dying?
1: I just want to say it's such a pleasure to be here. As a as a longtime fan of this show, I'm thrilled to talk about our book with you.
4: I know. The only fandom I'm I'm like proud to rep. Like I'm so happy to be a hooligan. It's so nice. Also, hooligans, just call your friends and tell them that you love them. It's hard out here, man. It's hard. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, let's like the group chat doesn't have to be all about memes. Sometimes you can get a little (laughs) earnest.
2: And we only have who weekly because of the encouragement and love and support from call your girlfriend who truly did call us your girlfriends and tell us that we could do a (laughs) podcast because we truly would not have without your encouragement Mm -hmm. and support. So thank you very, very, very much for that.
4: You got to be talking about another podcast. You guys did all of this by yourselves. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. We're so proud of you guys. It's the We're best. proud
0: of you too. Congratulations on the book. Everyone can oh buy God. Big Friendship wherever <laughs> you yeah. Buy books now. Make it beat Maury. We don't care about Maury anymore. Okay. <laughs> Bye everyone. Bye guys. Bye. 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 Thank you Anne. Thank you Amina. That was fun. It was buy fun. their book also. Buy their book. We'll put a link in the...
2: There's a link in the, in the show notes to go buy one notes. from your local bookstore. Woo woo yeah. woo. Don't buy it on Amazon. Woo woo woo. Okay. <laughs> don't buy it on Amazon.
0: Mm-hmm. So... Lindsay, I wanted to play like a fun, silly game really quickly today. Uh-huh. And you
2: don't know how to do things t- really quickly. Don't say that.
0: No, I don't. I know. Okay. I know. I do know how to do fun and silly. You do. Right. But not is really quickly. Is that okay? Qui- yes, but not really okay. quickly. So I just I'm don't gonna
2: mislead the audience, uh, you know.
0: This game is based off the latest issue of Closer Magazine, the the magazine about old people. Closer old
2: closer to death. Yes, closer to death magazine. Closer to
0: death. <laughs> And uh, I called this game "Keep Your Good Games Close, Keep Your Terrible Games Closer."
2: Oh, that's terrible.
0: <laughs> um, keep your good and this games is just, close. Gonna be some multiple keep your terrible, choices, terrible games the closer. Keep your terrible games closer.
2: Yeah. Okay. I,
0: I was also gonna call to speak, it "Who's Closer," God. but whatever. So who's here closer we go. To I'm just death? gonna. Who's closer to death? You yeah. will be after this game, and so will the listeners. <clears throat> Damn, fuck you. So this is a photo from the, uh, this is a production still from the 1954 classic Rear Window. Are you sending it to me? I'm going to read, no, I'm going to read the caption and you're going to fill in the blank. Jimmy Stewart, this is a two-page spread. There's a photo of Jimmy Stewart and Grace Kelly and someone else in the beginning of Closer. You just open it up and it's a photo from 1954. of course. course. Spreading two pages. I didn't come to Closer to not
2: see photos of Grace (laughs) Kelly and Jimmy Stewart. Okay.
0: Jimmy Stewart and Grace Kelly got a surprise visit on the set of their 1954 thriller, The Actress's Lover and Former (gasps) Co-Star, blank. Uh, Is it A, William Holden, B, Errol Flynn, C, Rock Hudson, or D, Cary Grant?
2: Is it Cary Grant?
0: No, it's William Holden, Lindsay. Someone needs to brush up on their 54 romances. Who
2: the fuck is William Holden?
0: Next, there's a photo. There's a whole page about Sir Patrick Stewart, and there's a little a little photo of Patrick Stewart hugging his wife. Yeah. And it says Patrick Stewart calls his wife blank a really nice, intelligent, and interesting woman. Is Patrick Stewart's wife's name a Wendy? B no. sunny Stop. C rainy Why? D cloudy
2: No get out of here with this Is her name Sunny?
0: Her name is Sunny. Okay. Okay. Then okay. So then there's a photo of an iconic singer and it says Share in the Love blank. Okay. We don't need another hero, but another blank song for sure. Recently, she came out of retirement to collaborate with Norwegian music producer DJ Kaigo.
2: Oh, oh, um Tina tina turner
0: tina turner you got it right yeah. how old is tina turner
2: old enough to be in closer guess oh i thought you were oh you're asking i me? had
0: no i just had no idea i'm an idiot
2: 69
0: Lindsay, she's 80 years old tina okay turner. wow that is can you believe crazy? that crazy
2: she looks can you believe great that? well because i read 69. the profile of her that came out in the new york times magazine a few years ago that was like she lives in switzerland with her like rich husband and she's mm-hmm. iconic and doesn't go anywhere and she loves oh. it <laughs> and like leave her alone and she's incredible but that Kaigo remix which i have to say the, his last remix the whitney houston one that he put out was last iconic. year higher love iconic and this one iconic
0: <laughs> it's great Kaigo knows what he's doing okay so here's a one page a one pager called under the under the category pet life five ways to calm your furry friend and the story says animals have anxiety too these simple steps can help them relax who was the celebrity they put big on the side of this uh, uh, instructive story? Is it Hugh Jackman with his dog Dolly, Naomi Campbell with her dog Winston, Mark Jacobs with his dog Neville, or Glenn Close with her dog Pip?
2: Glenn Close and Pip.
0: It's Glenn Close and Pip. I you got it right. Well, okay.
2: they're clo- they're closer. You know, they're closer. they're closer.
0: They're closer. There's an ad. There's a there's a one page ad that looks like it's the sort of thing that is only in Closer magazine. I don't yeah. think you will see this ad anywhere else. Is it else.
2: selling one of those buttons that you push and they, the ambulance? No, comes? it hasn't.
0: No, it has a it has an actual celebrity on okay. it. What did Brian Cox, the star of Succession, who? Okay. What did Brian Cox, yeah. the old man? Yeah, pose yeah. for a full page ad for In Closer okay. magazine. A, Cialis. Alice. Uh huh. Oh. B, Peta. Okay. C An at-home cold and cancer screening test. Uh Uh-huh. Or D, Dr. Scholl's.
2: I want to say C. At-home colon.
0: No, it was B. It's PETA. What? And it says, isn't that wild? Yes. And it says, for the family, you can choose. I think it's a succession joke. And it's him sitting on like a throne with his cat behind him. And it says, adopt, spay, neuter. That's shocking. Brian Cox and Patches for PETA.
2: I do love, though, I have to say, I love that PETA is, like, knowing its audience. Like, we got, like, our PETA. Because, like, sometimes PETA goes, like, sexy. This is, like, refined PETA. Mm -hmm. Anyways, that was shocking to me. Sorry for Brian Cox for thinking that you would sell at-home colon whatever. (laughs) That's rude of me to have thought that. Sorry.
0: Can you name – I always forget this, so maybe you'll forget it, too. Can you name Debbie Allen's sister? Who's Debbie Allen's famous sister?
2: Debbie Allen has a famous sister?
0: Debbie, Debbie Allen. Has a famous dancer sister. Dancer extraordinaire has a famous sister.
2: No, I can't name her.
0: Her name is Felicia Rashad.
2: No, stop it. Did you know they were
0: sisters? I had no, no
2: idea. No, Wait, are you I had are no sure? idea.
0: I'm positive. That's why I was just confirming that closer wasn't wrong. They are sisters.
2: That's an embarrassing gap in my knowledge. I have to say that I didn't know that.
0: I had no idea.
2: Felicia Rashad. And Debbie Allen, the iconic Debbie Allen. I mean, Felicia Rashad is iconic, too. But Jesus Christ.
0: (laughs) I had no idea.
2: Do they have other siblings that are just as famous? That's crazy.
0: Not just as famous, but they have other siblings.
2: That are performers?
0: Uh, Yeah, her brother's a, a musician, a jazz musician. I can't believe I found this out in an an issue of Closer from July 2020 is how I found out that Debbie Ellen and Felicia. That's like
2: truly the greatest gift that Closer has given you. It makes me feel stupid. Yeah. I feel like an idiot. I didn't know that.
0: Five things you don't know about me. Uh I'm not going to say who it is, but two of the five things are Hollywood is in my blood Uh and I'd pick chocolate cake for my last meal is the person Kim Basinger. Jada De Laurentis, Mariska Hargitay, no. yeah. or Beau Bridges? Hargitay. No, it's Jada De Laurentis. Oh. <gasps> do you feel closer to death? Keep your good games close. Keep your terrible games closer. Let's do Rita.
3: What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the who queen. Tens of people want to die all about the number one who Lindsay, bobby tell us now what's rita ora up to who is this woman
0: this tweet is making me really sad what she might mtv music uk pop songstress rita ora might just be 2020's mtv hottest summer superstar There's no such thing as a summer superstar this summer. I
2: did the basest. I did the most base research to see if Rita Ora won. Like I just like, I was like, did she win MTV's hottest superstar like of this year? And I couldn't even figure out. First of all, how to even watch the content that was what they were talking about. Like I guess it's a. What is the context of this award? Where is did it being you find given out? out? No, I couldn't find anything really. Then I just gave up. But I really only did like <laughs> two Googles before I gave up. Can you figure it out? Well, like I, what is this? You did one Google. You're like, I know what it is.
0: I don't think she I don't think she won it. Whatever it is. But and what also, I don't think the it? concept of like a summer songstress of 2000 of summer 2020 really works. I don't really think that can happen in summer 2020.
2: Well, that's for sure, but what are they trying to What is the What is the I, I don't even know the arena we're playing in with the, for this award. Anyway, she retweeted it. It was like, vote for me or whatever. Like, you were supposed to tweet hashtag MTV's hottest Rita Ora, like, to vote or whatever? Mm-hmm. I didn't do it because I was too late because I was already, you know.
0: Well, the account has the account has not updated <laughs> yeah. about that. Yeah. You know? There is yeah. no answer on the account. And the account is, like, extremely... um prolific they update all the time they have like over a million followers so this is like an active account yeah this is a real account and yet they have not actually updated us as to whether or not yes rita is the winner but it looks like the voting is still happening because as of july 23rd right the voting was still underway
2: and this is at mtv music uk so so it's yes. unclear what the um again what the event is in which we're voting people are voting ariana people are voting Billie eilish people are voting bts um people are voting you know lots of different people uh and the photo used is is
0: rita in her how to be lonely video whenever she shoots the aliens with the zap gun
2: also what i'm saying here is that from what from who else i think is nominated there's no fucking way in hell that rita or is winning this one right no i mean she's be real okay no offense to rita she's no losing. amount of hooligans um, can make rita mtv's hottest no sorry
0: you, you, rita has a new boyfriend and i'm obsessed with him
2: yeah it's unclear it's unconfirmed by rita herself but the sources are saying
0: the sources are saying the people are talking and they're walking around doing a little bit of pda they're not like kissy pda but you know, like there's a, a hand on PDA. the back of a neck and there yeah. was a hand intimate holding. yeah intimate hand pda They're hand stuff but non-sexual hand stuff no They're doing not, yeah. do hand You say
2: stuff. hand stuff you're implying something else this is just this is almost you know this is non-sexual you hand could do this stuff. to a friend yeah you could you could put your yeah. friend on your hand but you on would, your friend's neck back of neck
0: yeah. you know but if you were you know feeling a certain type of way about the friend okay. and we're hoping that the friend would become more than a friend this move would convince you that maybe the friend is becoming more than a friend
2: so his name is romaine gavray and he is French.
0: And he's a music video director. He's
2: Greek-French. He's Greek he's and he's Greek-French. French. Greek-French. And he's a music video director. And he is most known for directing mm-hmm. the MIA video, Born Free. Do you remember that video? It was like a big deal. It won a bunch of EMAs.
0: I think Bad Girls is a more iconic...
2: He also directed that too.
0: ...video that he directed. That's yeah. the one with like the cars and the... Like, right. That's the cooler video, I think, than and Born Free. What? But I do remember Born
2: Free. He's not just a... A director, he's a nepotism director. His father I is a very famous a Greek director named Costa Gavras. Gavre. It's French, so it's got to be Gavray, right? Costa Gavray. And he is literally, he won the Oscar for Best Foreign Language Film in 1969 with a movie called Z. And mm-hmm. missing in 1982, and he also for that he won the best adapted screenplay. Well,
0: oh, it's really weird that this guy also directed a terrible, terrible, terrible 1997 thriller called Mad City. Have you ever seen Mad City? Mm-mm. It's awful. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Dustin Hoffman's a, like, a reporter, and yeah. John Travolta uh, takes a bank hostage or something. But he's like a, I think he's like a guard, and he like sort of you know has a bad day, and this and uh, Dustin Hoffman. Goes in as a reporter to get the inside story from the inside of the bank. And he tries to like walk, basically talk him off a ledge. Uh-huh. It's really, really bad. It's, it's sort not of an good. interesting setup now that I'm talking about it. But it's not good. No, it's like embarrassingly bad. It's, it's so bad. Rita Ora leaves little to the imagination while going brawless beneath linen white shirt as she lugs designer bags into London Recording Studio. So she is recording. She's not just having meetings at her label. She, she is, re- is recording. recording. Right. She's, She's making music. She also is opting for a casual look in a black crop top and trousers as she poses alongside... A giant teddy bear. Why did she post by the giant teddy bear? Lindsay? I don't
2: know. It was just like on Instagram. They just were like talking about her Instagrams. But I have to say, the did you notice the minute Rita got back to London, it was like, oh whoa, 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 whoa. we're back, baby. You know
0: the paparazzi. Well, the the headline writers came out of. Hibernation. They came out of quarantine and they were like, "We have something to write about.
2: We have something to write about." You know, like in Newsies when they're like, "Whoa, the Papes!" Like, no. you know, something happens and they're like, "Whoa!" Nope. C- come on, nope. but you can imagine. You know what? You've... I can
0: imagine the Newsies doing this, but so, I don't like, know. The can scene you in imagine
2: Newsies. the Newsies when Rita Ora comes back to town and they're like, you know, it's like alarm goes off and they all slide down from like I just imagine there's like <laughs> this house and they're sliding down the um the gutters right and they're like the
0: Daily Mail house and
2: they're like read all about it. You know, like and the like Rita. You know, it's Rita's, she's on the front page, and they're swinging around the papes, throwing the papes.
1: So what? You get your picture on the papes, so what's that get you, huh? Hey, what are you talking about,
3: huh? Hey, shut, shut up, up. you've you know, been in a bad mood thing. you in a bad mood. You've been glum and dumb. What's the matter with you? You're in the papes, you're famous. You're famous, you'll get anything you want. <laughs> That's what's so great about New York. Yeah.
0: yeah, Christian Bale. There's a lot of going out happening in this.
2: Well... In this like,
0: montage and very little mask happening like Rita was out on the town with her new boyfriend, quote unquote boyfriend, and she's not wearing a mask. Well, that's seriously. what I was
2: going to say. This is the problematic portion of the Rita segment, which was like, why the f- Like, you and I knew we said the minute Rita gets back to London, it's fucking she's going to be going to a party. She went yeah, to a and guess what? Party.
0: She did go to a party.
2: Couldn't be me, and couldn't be me Instagramming it. You know, couldn't be me on many levels, but could not be me Instagramming. <laughs> Rita Ora's
0: right. mother, meanwhile, Vera, got a headline of her own. This is Rita the Ora's best mother, of the week. Vera, fifty-six, showcases her youthful physique in a cut-out black swimsuit as she poses on a beach amid downtime from NHS frontline, because she's a hero.
2: If anything proves that Rita Ora is like a tabloid genius, it's that she gets her own fucking mother into the tabloids. I can't. Rita Ora's mother, Vera, fifty-six, like. I love it in a bathing suit on the Daily Mail.
0: She's taking a well-deserved vacation.
2: This is the best Rita Ora headline of the week. Rita Ora's mom in a bathing suit with her with her <laughs> husband on vacation. She's a hero. Right? With Nick, yeah,
0: the daddy is there too.
2: Does it get back to Rita? Of course it does. But the fact that we're leading Rita Ora's hot is mom her. in a bathing suit, we <laughs> we I mean, is if if there is no. If there's no greater evidence that not only is Rita Ora like fully in bed with the Daily Mail, but that they just like fucking love her, they can't get enough. This is it.
0: They're in bed together and neither of them wearing masks. That's a problem.
1: <laughs> I just snorted.
0: Yeah. Oh. No, it's really, really sweet. No, I'm we know. Happy. It's Okay. Yeah, we love it. I'm happy that Vera's getting the attention. We're done for today. Um, thank you for listening. Follow us on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Support us on patreoncom Who Weekly for twice weekly bonus episodes um call in at 619 who them to leave questions comments and concerns for our friday episode of who's there and buy big friendship wherever you buy books okay bye
2: bye
3: you will yeah they want to know hey yeah. hey hey yeah. yeah. come, come on hey i to be